0: And hello, movie lovers, and welcome to the show. And tonight I'm going to be reviewing a short film called Bestia, which is also translated to Beast. And this is actually going to be nominated for a Best Short Film in the Academy Awards section for um, Animated. So this is uh, actually directed by Hugo Kofaroba. I believe that's actually how you say his name. I'm sorry if, I, if I'm pronouncing the name or anything like that. But anyways, I'm going to be reviewing that short film tonight. I hope that you guys sit back and relax and enjoy the show. And go ahead and rate us on Apple Podcasts, Good Pods, and, of course, Spotify as well. That's just to allow our audience to be able to find us and and enjoy the show. Right, and like I said, this movie is called Bestia, and matter of fact, this is also translated to Beast. And I'm just going to point this out, though, too. The plot is about this woman whose name is Ingrid, and she's a, as a matter of fact, it's actually inspired on true events. So it's also a stop motion animation picture film, and it's about a secret police station in the military dictatorship in Chile. And what I have to say about this thing, this movie, is it's shocking. Not only shocking, but it's also captivating, and it's also a movie that needs to be told. Because I never heard, even heard of Ingrid up until now, because of the fact that she was actually, a matter of fact, I, uh, she's actually part of the Nazi Germany roots. To be honest with you, she was actually part of that deal. A matter of fact, I think that he just changed a couple of things up to make it part of the Chile uh, dictatorship over there. But still, this film was shocking to me, and I mean. Whenever you first see this movie open up, you actually see Ingrid. She has a hole in her head. You're not sure where this is actually going. She's actually flying. You don't know where she's flying to or anything like that. You don't. There's not a lot of plot details within those few minutes. But at first I was thinking, okay, is this woman that fractured in her own head? Maybe that's why she's like this and everything. Maybe, maybe there's something going on that she's trying to escape from. I wasn't sure exactly what they were going to try and do with it. But then, as you get closer into the plot details and stuff like that, you wind up seeing this close relationship between her and her pet dog. And it starts off with them having the same morning routine and everything. She winds up making; she gets up, she makes her bed, she goes downstairs, she makes uh, some food for her dog, and everything. They wind up sitting across from the table at the kitchen table, and then you wind up seeing her leave the house with her dog, and the dog is all happy and everything. And, of course, you also see day-to-day activities that she does with her dog as well. She plays fetch with him. She has this love relationship with her dog. She also goes over to this one building. That you're not sure what she's doing in this building or anything like that, but she goes on ahead. She goes in this building, and you wind up finding out that she's actually torturing this one person that's arrested. And you're not sure what why this person's arrested or anything like that, but as soon as she goes into this building, she has to sign her name On a document and stuff like that and once she signs her name on the paper for her to go in to this thing and to interrogate and to torture this person and stuff like that that's when you wind up finding out how dark this is actually going to be taking and matter of fact it even goes through the anxieties and subconsciousness of her own mind though especially with the stuff that she was doing and what she was going through even her own body goes through different situations in this movie though too to the point where she's feeling depressed. And her anxiety is going all over the place. Even the part that was really shocking to me. Was what, what happens with her to her dog. In a dream sequence. Because I'm like. I, that was like my first what WTF moment. Because I wasn't expecting what I saw. Matter of fact I had to rewind what I saw. So I can actually get it played again. Because I was not expecting that to happen to the dog. Or anything like that. Especially in a dream sequence in that sense. And I believe the dream sequence. Is basically saying. Look. If I don't do what they say, they're going to cut my own head off for what I'm doing and only that. But I'm also an informant and everything, too. And I'm working undercover in uh, in this place in Chile where I could wind up becoming dead or being tortured or anything like that myself or even worse. So you have that going on. And I know that i mentioned the relationship with her dog. There's actually another shocking moment. Yes, she's depressed. Yes, she's going through all these anxieties and stuff, but there's a scene in there where it me feel kind of uncomfortable, but also too, I mean, I don't know if it actually, but anyways, I, if I was in Ingrid's shoes, would I be on that kind of level where I just didn't care what's care about my body to the point where I, that, that would actually happen. I don't know, but still that part was shocking. There was like two, the, the wtf moments in this film but this film is not geared towards kids or anything like that it's a very adult film but also too it deals with history in a way that i never even thought of even showing or anything like that especially a dictatorship in chile or anything like that because i was not taught in school with uh dictatorship was in chile or anything like that we always think like nazi germany we always think of this but we don't think of other countries other than within the small little bubble which is uh, for example, just Germany. But in, this is also, of course, I don't know if that's anything to do with fiction or nonfiction, but the fact that we always assume that everything has to take place in Nazi, in Nazi Germany because of the fact that's where the Nazis were and stuff. But still, this is a movie that needed to be told. Hugo does a fantastic job of explaining stuff. As a matter of fact, she has no expression on her face. Ingrid is actually one of those people that don't have any expression, and they, he actually does a really good job. With this, and what I mean by that is, there's actually this part where you can see that there's porcelain kind of feel to uh, Ingrid's character, where she's just emotionless and has that whole entire uh, thing where he's actually using like a porcelain kind of face line for her. And I think that actually suits her well and everything. As a matter of fact, I actually saw what Ingrid looks like, but still, you also have her torturing this, torturing people, killing people stuff like that just to get information out of someone and it goes to show you how much toll it takes on somebody that is going deep undercover to the point where they can't sleep at night they're thinking that they're going to die and then also too you're also going through the emotions of am i going to turn into these people because of the fact that i've been so deep into into this life and everything too so that's also another possibility that i was actually thinking is ingrid going to go off on this thing where Basically, she winds up being like these people to the point where it actually messes with her head. Then, of course, within the course of the film, you wind up finding out that Ingrid is, had enough. She's, a matter of fact, she's going through her anxieties and stuff like that in her dreams, sequences and stuff like that, even darker. And also, too, you're seeing where she's just fed up. She's mad about what she's doing to these people. And also, too, you actually get to see and claim and stop animation of a dead body being carried out from the building and into the trunk of the car. And the trunk is actually being closed. And that person's driving off with that dead body. And Ingrid, I bet is actually thinking too, like, is this going to happen to me if I don't comply with me to comply with through all these dark emotions and stuff like that to the point where she's actually depressed. And like I said, there's actually a moment in there where it surprised me and shocked me to see that they, that, they put that in the film and everything, especially with dealing with the dog. And like I said, I'm not going to go into detail on what that is or anything like that, but there is a scene, two scenes that actually was a what the F moment. But I hope that you guys wind up checking this short film out. I feel like this is actually a film that needs to be told. I know that this is actually a little bit shorter than what I normally do or anything like that, but it is only like a 15 minute long film. But in those 15 minutes, they give you so much detail, so much stuff the art detail, the stop animation, and then, of course, the porcelain um, facial expression and everything, too, for Ingrid was actually spot on. And then, of course, I want to mention this Ingrid uh, Olderlock, the person that inspired Hugo to do this film, was in a real life, like I said, she was actually in some real life situations in Nazi Germany uh, and those roots. And also, too, you know. I I feel for Ingrid. I feel bad that she has to go through this every single day, and every single day is also a another chapter to where she might end up being dead. And then there's also a part as well, like towards the end, where you see this bullet going through her head because she winds up she does wind up getting shot, or and stuff like that. Um, and then of course. You see all the memories that she had with her dog all that stuff is actually being erased as the bullet is going through her head and all those memories are being erased and then she's actually on that plane and then she sees all the dead bodies in the clouds that everybody that she tortured everybody that that died because of these people and you know it makes me feel bad that she went through this great deal of pain and agony and then also to this anxiety of just eating her up to the point where she can't sleep at night and being depressed and then also to writing in her journal this movie is really something to see for the first time it'll pull on on you emotionally and also too it'll stick with you and i mean by what i mean by stick with you i mean it makes you question things that's going on around the world today it makes you question things in life it makes you question um even where you live at and everything, do we really feel like that we're as bad off now than we were in the in the United States like the other countries are? Something like that like that, too. But you don't know real dictatorship until you go into these other parts of the country to know what they actually have to deal with. But that's just my thoughts on this film. I thought the execution was really good. The timing was really good. They put a lot Hugo put a lot of thought, a lot of effort, a lot of research into this project. Ah, uh, the porcelain part was my favorite part of this whole entire thing with the where you don't see a lot of facial expressions or anything like that with ingrid. And then, of course so see the facial expression and everything It doesn't really have that much facial expression. The eyes to me tell the story of someone that's in pain versus it being very uh, has a very facial um expression on her face but that's just the way that i'm thinking and everything so tell me what you guys think are you guys wanting to check out Fiesta? because i'm going to be honest with you i think this is a film that's actually worth checking out it's not that long of a film it's a short film it's being nominated right now for best short film in the uh, in the academy awards uh section i definitely recommend that you guys check it out for at least a one-time view just to see what you guys think I'm not sure where you guys can stream it yet, but right now you can actually stream the other short films that I review, like Alec Chu. You can review other films like uh, just uh, Please Hold and things like that. You can you can you can actually check out those films. Matter of fact, Please Hold is actually streaming on HBO Max, and then of course Alec Chu. You can actually go. review for the buy the movie over there for like seven bucks but this film biasta is definitely a good film i definitely recommend it go ahead and check that out tomorrow night i'm not sure if we're gonna do a show or not or anything like that because of the fact that we are actually having a storm here tomorrow night but um, if not we're gonna do tomorrow night if there is no storm or anything like that i'm gonna be doing my kitty documentary if you don't know who kitty is she, there's actually this little uh band out in canada That made it big in the early 2000 era for rock alternative and heavy metal. So go ahead and check that out tomorrow night at 8 o'clock Central Time, 9 o'clock Eastern Time, 10 o'clock. I mean, not 10 o'clock, but Wednesday at 9 o'clock, 8 o'clock Central Time, 6 o'clock Pacific Time. I'm going to have Manny the Movie Guy doing our predictions for the Oscars. Then, of course, Thursday night, I'm going to have Rossi McCree back with me. And then also, too, Brad from Canada is going to be with me. And we're going to be reviewing another Academy Award uh, nominated movie. And that's going to be Nightmare, Guillermo de uh Nightmare Alley. So go ahead and check all that out. And always until next time, guys. It's been real. It's been fun. I can't wait to do this again. And bye bye.